So today we talk about culture, not just culture today, but culture in biblical times. And as we go through this conversation, we there's a realization that, you know, things aren't really all that different. It's just how it is. It comes across or how we interact with culture is different. So we dive into that. And some of this conversation gets uh, kind of interesting. Want to know more? Stay tuned. Welcome to The Truth Response. The Truth Response. So, uh, one question I have, is it sinful to really like violent games? <laughs> is it sinful to like violent games? Exactly. I don't know. Well, the whole preference is because I'm hoarse, and it's because Sunday I went to a, a hockey game, and it was brutal. I mean, it was just awful. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was awful in a good way. But, I mean, it was... It was People got their nose broke, and it would. So you went and bloody. saw a fight, and the hockey game broke out. <laughs> do you yeah. do you like the game? I love the game. Do you like the game? Would you like the game without the violence? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's the big thing that a lot of people, a lot of people are sold on the violence when it comes to hockey, and they're like, "There's going to be a fight, and I don't have to pay the price of a fight, or <laughs> go to like a really sketchy place where cheap fights would be." No, I mean it was it was a great game. It was a great rivalry between Tampa and and Florida Panthers. There's always been a huge rivalry. The game was solid. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. They and you're uh, a Panthers. But a huge Panthers. If you are a Lightning fan, dang. no. I was trying to throw that in if there. If you're no. paying to go watch people beat the tar out of each other, no. I think that that's so not cool. MMA? So like boxing or that's MMA? Why? Well, I don't know. I think I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's. I think it's different. I know that sounds crazy, but I think it's different. But they don't consider it different. The the people that are actually putting themselves in the in the shoes of the boxing and the MMA and stuff mm-hmm. don't consider it different. It's them showing off the skills that they've worked really hard for. I mean, that's the same thing as any hockey game I or think it's, I, any I don't other think, game. I don't think it's sinful. I think it just sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if you're... If, so, okay. These hockey players train... Like, I, and I know a lot of the hockey, some of the hockey players, they are there for the fights. I know that some of them play because they can fight. And I, I, I don't think, I don't think I that mean, that's the that. All I know reason. is I tried to ice skate once <laughs> and for a large man like that to really be able to ice skate the way they can. Right. You should with be a going lot of unbalanced watch, gear. You should yeah. be going I mean, to watch like, large takes, men skate, not large <laughs> men fight on skates. Yeah. They you know? definitely have to want to learn how to play the game. And then learn how to fight, because I mean it takes way too much time, energy, and effort to learn how to skate. So to answer your question, though, with a, an actual and fairly short answer, um, is are you putting it above God? Right, like that's no, where it comes. That's where it no, 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 I'm not saying yeah. you, but yeah. I'm just saying like that's where it comes down to. Is is are are you putting it above God? Because at that point, yes, it is definitely sinful. You know, like if if that comes first, like if you were skipping every Sunday service. And not going to another service, right, during the week or whatever. Um, 
I would say, yeah, you're probably skating on some thin ice of whether or not that's Ooh. an idol. But um, okay. I didn't so say I was putting out all the dad jokes. Okay, come on. I will say that, like, without the context, when you first started, when you said violent games, yeah. I was thinking video games. I was video games. You were talking. You were talking to me about the hockey game earlier, and I was thinking video games too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Do, to answer, somebody mm-hmm. around here said that they don't train to fight. Something along the lines that you know, hockey players go. There is a code among ho- amongst hockey players, right? Because you know, as far as penalties and that kind of thing, um, they don't. They there's a lot of missed penalties and that kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a, a something that the refs are inten- doing intentionally or or not, a lot of penalties are missed and there's a code amongst hockey players that if you run into the goalie or if you check somebody or you board somebody which is basically hitting somebody about six feet off and running them into the boards and that kind of thing you're going to spit teeth is basically what they've said so there is an element of violence within the game but you know we went and saw this hockey game it was great came home and i was just kind of thinking about just in general you know violence in general if we start to you know, is it sinful to kind of cheer that kind of stuff on and that kind of thing? And I don't know. I mean, it's just one of those things that you think about when the road is straight and dark yeah. and nobody's talking to you. <laughs> I, would say, I mean, you also got to think, mean, like, these like, guys are doing it and they know it's a part of the game and they know that it's a, a thing, right? Like, it's not like... It's not like the Coliseum, right? It's not like mm. it's not we're, like we're capturing these people yeah. and we're going <laughs> to shove match. them into this arena and let tigers eat them, right? Like, yeah. it's not like a, a, a that sort of a situation. It's a it's a game that they have all accepted that this is a part of this game, right? Like, it's that, I don't know. To me, that's, it makes it different. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's not because necessarily that, I mean, maybe it's because they're angry, but, like, it's they've all signed up as that's an outlet right like that's an acceptable outlet to get punched in the face right, right. like you, you well, or whatever it well, is right i mean like because quite literally if you watch closely and it, it's two veteran players that have played a while and they're that's what they do they're enforcers they will be smiling while they're fighting mm-hmm. so they're having a good time and they're just basically wailing on each other it's really kind of a unique thing yeah. but uh, anyway, and, and there's a, I think there's a mutual respect that goes into it, yeah. a respect for the game and a respect right. for the etiquette of the game, which sometimes goes into that point. But they're also not doing it to kill the other person either, right? right. Yeah. Like, the intent behind it is, like, this is a part of the game. You broke the rules. Here's the repercussions. Right. And like, they want I, the other player, I would assume, to be able to continue playing Absolutely. The game. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. If, a, if somebody got violently injured. No, that's then, a problem. Then you would think, like, even the person who inflicted that, like, there they be, probably feel. There's the some remorse, remorse with that. Yeah. There, there, if you watch, like, any, any of the movies, right, with hockey in it, like, there's some joking that goes into some of the how to do it, how to do the fighting part. Like, oh, you're you talking know, mighty, mighty Ducks? Mighty gloves, Ducks, gloves. You know, <laughs> gloves, you know, yeah. helmet, shirt, shirt you know, whatever it is, you know, like it's it. There's some joking that goes into that. So I don't know, like as far as this specific instance, um, yeah, I would say all. All bets are off. It's fun. It's, yeah. it's a fun thing to do. I mean, it's. But I I'm not saying we should get inmates and put them in a ring with swords or anything. You know, like that's not. not <laughs> I don't a think goal, anyone so. was thinking that. <laughs> well, but I mean, that's Derek was. I'm, yeah. I'm so were the Romans and the everybody else of, back in the day. All of so. the like equipment that they have on, like how much 
can they actually swing for? I mean, obviously face when they pull the masks off, but like, well, how much can they actually hurt each other through that? Well, you can hit a hockey puck 120 miles an hour. Well, I'm so. not a hockey puck, but I'm talking about like just hit. Well, you can swing a stick to do yeah. that. Yeah. So the the game that I just attended, the first fight ended up with the uh, Tampa Bay. He had his nose. It was obviously broken. His mm. nose was obviously broken. When the helmets uh, come off, it's like. Well, I'm, I'm, no I'm, but I'm saying like if they're like hitting each other in the arms and stuff, how much is it really gonna hurt? No, well, it doesn't. Because they don't there's. Hit, they yeah, don't well, hit I, know, I know, <laughs> I know, like I it, know. Yeah. It's punches to either the top or the so, back of the head. Like usually. if the helmet comes off, like you know you're gonna probably get hit in the face, right? Because <laughs> that's the only place they're going well, to be the, aiming for. The second fight was um, Tampa. The the Panthers t- hit the Tampa player in the visor. Mm. And the visor came down, and I mean, just slashed this guy's from mm. here to here, oh, from like the nose to about the mid cheek mm. open, because the visor came down and cut him open. Mm. And I mean, it was it was a <laughs> it was a brutal it was a rough I, I want to call it brutal. It was pretty brutal, I guess, but it was it was fun. It was a great game, and uh, tons of Tampa Bay fans there, tons of Panthers fans. So of, of course, on the way out, everybody's jawing at each other. We lost. <laughs> the Panthers lost big time. It was like eight to four. Whoa! Yeah, they got shellacked. But the other it's side of that worth is, it though. Yeah, the, the other side of that is, you know, the Panthers have already locked their playoff position. They've already won the East Coast Conference, so they're really in coast mode and they're kind okay. of conserving players and that yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah. but it was a good game. It was fun. Yeah. yeah, but like I was saying earlier, if you're going to watch someone get beat up. Don't go to a hockey game. Mm. That sucks. It wasn't the intent. Right, right. No, no, no. You I, go to, I get that's you go to any intent. any Philadelphia sporting event. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody inevitably that's going to be fighting. Usually it's in the parking lot or, yeah. or in a bathroom or in a stairwell yeah. somewhere. But yeah. there's somebody that's going to be fighting, and they weren't even a part of the game. <laughs> so the other thing, I'm going to completely shift gears here. Shift Look, that gear. All right, so... Um, Drop it the, at the first. Exactly. The whole... Thing that's in the news right now is Elon Musk buying Twitter, right? That's been the humongous news thing right yep. now. Um, Greatest thing so, that's happened to Twitter since its inception. So <laughs> I'm going to let you carry that because the only question that I have Some is... Some would even say even... Even prior to its inception, it's the greatest thing that happened to Twitter because yeah. even its inception was. Yeah, no, I not agree. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I misspoke. You are correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, greatest thing to happen to Twitter. Period. <laughs> I I had a Twitter account from way back. Uh-huh. Never used it, and I. So Elon Musk buys it. I get back on Twitter just to see what it's, what it's all about. I don't see the draw. I really don't see the no, draw. Okay, so so Twitter is trash. Okay, like. I, <laughs> It, it really is because it, even please like, follow I was, I was Derek on Twitter. To, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening I to to uh, Ben Shapiro today, right? And and I only listened to a very short clip at the beginning of of today's, or maybe it was yesterday's. I don't know. Uh, whenever he records, but um, and he was talking about it, and he was talking about the fact that what happens on Twitter, right? Everybody just trash talks each other. That is literally what happens on Twitter. It's like the hockey of social of, media. <laughs> no, it's worse. It, it's worse. It, like, it's all complete just hate, right? And now it's just hate unbridled. Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, not that there should be a one-sided, like, you are canceled, but now nobody's canceled and everybody can trash talk. Like, Twitter is just trash. That's my feeling on it. You know, 
There now was it's a, hate owned by Elon Musk. I was I was looking at <laughs> and a, he encourages the hate yeah. at a social media demographics <laughs> thing. Wants his haters not to leave and Twitter once he bought it. It's it, um, for lack there of a better word, it's all old people that are on tw- on Twitter too. Like Twitter is the old man's world, and then it's right there with Facebook. And then Facebook is below that. Like it's your Twitter is your your thirty five pluses. Facebook kind of falls in that realm too but not quite it's more like as 50 old. plus and then you've got instagram which is like your your 25 your mid 20s to mid 30s thing and then tiktok which is young and restless <laughs> i know TikTok, tiktok is, is the worst is everybody it's okay. kind of broad category yeah, but yeah. <clears throat> okay I don't know. There's a I, lot of Gen X and millennials on yeah. TikTok. So. I just don't see the draw because I, I maybe I don't understand it. All I know is that I get I have people that I'm following right who post stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I go into see their post, it's very short, which I understand. 160 characters. 160 characters. Yeah. That's all you got. And then underneath of that is people that are commenting on those posts. Mm-hmm. So if you click those, you go into another set of comments that takes you down another rabbit hole and by the time you you never find i never found the end of it Mm -hmm. i just lose total interest in any of it Mm -hmm. and mostly like you were saying it's like you know you don't know what you're talking about you're a moron you know it's just just really all social media in general yeah anything you can comment on but twitter Twitter is specifically the venue for it right because it's right it's only text Right. right well no but can yes. you can do you can do videos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I don't I don't understand Twitter. The Twitter has thing, opened up to everything. Okay. I I've I've had Twitter for a while because the guy that I I watch only one guy on YouTube because I think he's the only funny guy. Um, but <laughs> please tell posts, me it's Tim Hawkins. No, it's not Tim Hawkins. Okay. Not, I mean, I I watch some of his stuff occasionally. I, when I say I only watch his stuff, that's like I only watch his new stuff. Like mm. other there are other videos that I like on YouTube because it's like you know course i'm gonna like something else because it's like everything right but anyways he just posts like like really weird stuff like he posted this picture of tim allen um and his skin is green like an alien he's uh-huh. got little alien antennas and then um the text of the post is just tim allen um and it made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> so I so tw- Twitter's trash. <laughs> that. We're going back uh, to the original argument. Twitter's trash. So, but Elon Musk. A lot of people have have either praised Elon Musk or hated on Elon Musk for this. Um, and then I heard somebody the other day be like, "Well, or I saw it on Facebook yesterday. Um, well, this isn't this the same guy that like wanted us to." Put chips in our brains not too long ago. <laughs> what? Yeah, Elon Musk was pushing no. for like a, a computer chip. I mean, it's out the window. No, he's not pursuing it. I don't think any longer. But like, he did it. He, he did Twitter it, now. He did it with. He pigs, can do whatever he wants. Exactly. And well, it it like healed like some paralytic pig or something like that. Yeah. And it was able to walk. Okay. Well, like he was but, he was developing it for pretty good at making pigs walk too. They for just a walk positive when they're like, in my belly. Yeah. <laughs> I can make him walk. Sorry. Okay. I am getting so, from this. Or okay. Horrid. So here's my feeling about Elon. Um, so far, so good. 
but so this guy, far, so good. but no, this guy, that, you're not the only one who's literally said that. Yeah. Like I, I read a post today. I was back and forth on, on this and that's what they said. Yeah. Look so far. So good. I mean, you no, know, but no I think no this foul. guy's accumulating a lot of power um, because like he has a lot of money. And uh, he <coughs> is, Nikolai Carpathia. It, well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I think it's somebody we trust but verify. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? Yeah. So I just look, man. Yeah. All I know is the only way to travel through the stars is to, for all of us to become one world government. <laughs> I mean, I saw it in Star Trek. <laughs> and our, you know what the one world currency is going to be? Dogecoin. Definitely. Or nothing. Because I hope it's Shibu. Must because like, <laughs> I, I have I have invested a lot of shares in, in Shibu, not money, I, because I've got a lot of shares in, in That five in free dollars you got when you opened up your Coinbase account. I got more than, no, I, I spent $5 to get lots of free oh, dollars, right. but I own over 1.2 million shares of Shib. That's because Shib so. is less than... It's like a fraction of a yeah, cent. Yeah, it's it's it a is. Fraction but of a fraction of a cent. They say they're supposed to get up to a dollar by like twenty thirty two. Yeah, I'm I'll waiting be. for those things to happen with and my. I'm okay with having one point well. two million dollars. Yeah. Um, You're also okay with losing the five dollars that you got <laughs> when you. Uh, well, I mean, he eats and then he poops. So. I'm, <laughs> I'm still twenty five dollars up. Yeah. I mean. I. I I have actually profited twenty five dollars through this whole thing. It's okay. And I spent five, so all my shares are down. So the interesting. All mine are too. But so <laughs> you know, it's a good it's a good point and it's a good topic of discussion. And everybody's trying to analyze what the the thing is, like what's going to happen. I just wonder, like, we have this First Amendment, right, which is the freedom of speech, right? And everybody is like trying. To say that now that he owns the company, there will be n no freedom of speech or no protection from freedom of speech. Like I, I I'm lost he's, in that whole yeah, discussion he, he because everybody is so angry. Now, now they won't be. He won't do cancel culture. That's what he's been saying on yeah. his tweets. He's and canceling and cancel. Culture. Is it is <laughs> yeah, it simply because there are people who are so deluded, delusional, yes, as to think like. We can't hear people with opposing views. That is, is the that reason. it? That well, is the reason. Well, is the, that it? Nobody, no. nobody wants to get their feels hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, you understand though. Let's let's kind of really broaden the scope of that. Broaden. Uh, so, do you understand why Twitter is so controversial? Because old men argue. Well, that's part of it. <laughs> that's part of it. Um, old men boxing. So, Within Twitter, there there are these algorithms, right, yeah. that will suppress certain news stories or certain speech right. from being posted, or it'll throttle it back. Right. Nobody knows what those algorithms algorithms are right. or how they work. Right. Nothing. And they're starting uh, to get rid of some of them. Yeah. Yes. Um, Elon's like, so. Uh, <laughs> No, the the bigger pro the, when you start hearing the words about free speech, you have to you're hearing it from one side. Right. But that's also the side that is, in some ways, suppressing that free speech. So, in other words, anything that the, the algorithm feels is violence or hate speech or that kind of thing, it's suppressed. But the other side of that coin is like, okay, the Hunter Biden story where his right. laptop got stolen and everything, that was suppressed. Why? Right. That was a news story. Right. 
you know, so the feeling is from the right is that the the left owns and runs Twitter, right, and suppresses any kind of uh, upcoming articles, yeah. and as such, that are going to be a detriment to, exactly, to their political. Group. Exactly, and you know, it's been said more than once that Twitter and social media in general are the new town square. You know, people don't get in the town square or read newspapers or get their news from news sources anymore. Yeah. They're they're going to social media. So yeah. when you have a company that's intentionally throttling uh, articles or speech in some way, shape, or form, they are effectively shaping how America runs, well, right? Well, I mean, but we got to look at the news <clears throat> programs first when we are talking about this because there's a difference between our news programs, which do that, all of them, mm-hmm. Fox, sure. everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, they all agree. have an agenda, yep. right? Yep. So, but the reason why it's such a big deal on Twitter and these other places is because this is a place supposed to be free speech, right? right. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be so that anybody right. can it's say anything. It's supposed to be the town square. Right. It's supposed, it's supposed right. to be right. open. Right. It's not supposed to have necessarily that agenda. You right. know? The company might, and sure, that's okay. The company can have what they feel needs should be said, mm-hmm. right? But it doesn't mean that they should necessarily say you can't say right. What you, want. you know, and you can because and how do you win an argument? You get the other person to stop talking, right? Well, you get the other person to it's not really stop talking, you win an stop argument by changing their, their viewpoint. You, viewpoint. That's well, the no, only win, not, in not, an not, argument. not, I sorry, that was the wrong word, not win an argument, end an argument because well, they, well, it, they can they can easily end an argument by just stopping someone from sharing their view, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even you know, they banned. They banned Babylon B. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're familiar with Babylon B, they're a satire kind <laughs> of uh, group Their of people. Their whole platform's a joke. <laughs> Their whole platform is a joke, but because they made a joke that the algorithm found was hate speech, mm-hmm. they got knocked off, you yeah. know? And they also, you know, obviously th- there's some argument to whether they have a left-wing bend, right-wing bend. It just seems... And this is coming from a guy who does not use Twitter. I don't get it. You know, I've yeah. tried it. I don't get it. Um, all I hear is just but here's constant the barrage from, too, from everybody. Look at the people that, the bigwigs that are uh, still allowed to be on there mm-hmm. that are generating, like, the arguments and the country. <laughs> like, Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens. They are two of the biggest names on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're allowed to say whatever they want to because... It generates following mm-hmm. for Twitter. Well, since but then everybody else, they've started, they've, they've, you know, been well, canceling. They, I, I don't know. Not be, necessarily now, but I'm just meant like. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Ben was, you know, I was listening to Ben on the way in, and he says since Elon has, that, that deal has been announced, all of a sudden he's picked up 200,000 more followers. Right. So all of a sudden these algorithms, you know, I mean, you can, you're, what you're trying to do is kind of trying to put together stuff on um, circumstantial Evidence, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Elon Musk is in, and now all of a sudden, conservatives are coming out of the woodwork mm-hmm. and, and are gaining followers. So, there's some truth. I, I feel like there's some truth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I just I don't I don't trust social media. I never have. I think it's a scourge. There's but there's no way around it now. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and and. Like I said, Elon, so far so good, but man. Gonna mm. keep your eye on that one. Well, 
and and realistically, I mean, this this segues really well. Um, maybe there is some redemption for for Twitter, right? And for Elon, and for for well, for the the conservatives on there. There's some redemption that they can have, and in that their voice can be heard on there too. Well, there is. I was that was one of the other questions that I have. Is anybody else noticing that there's a resurgence in in conservative values, or, or is anybody starting to see that, or am I the only one? Because well, I don't think the conservative values went away. I think that we've just been quiet. It's the proverbial the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Right. Gotcha. Right. I mean, and, and Ben Shapiro and has been talking about it since, well, since I've been subscribed, right? Right. To the Daily Wire. Um, Which has now been a year, right? It's Yeah, it's been just over a year now. Um, he's been at least talking about it that long, probably longer. Um, about the fact that, yeah, I mean, the squeaky wheel, right? Mm-hmm. Like 20% or less of the people who feel a certain way are being super loud, making it seem like the majority mm-hmm. feels a certain way. And oh. and the whole, the, I mean, the whole country is getting to a point where they're kind of done with some of this. Even the, the, the Democrats are being like, well, we're about done with some of your guys' views. Like, we, we don't, we're tired of putting up with this. Mm. So, and we know Republicans are tired of it. It's just... They'd rather sit on their hands while they've got the power than to actually do anything with it. Yeah, and there has been some accusations that we're actually tried to, to uh, you know, make amends or, or try to meet the, you know, the conservatives. And you got to be careful with by saying the word liberal, mm-hmm. right? Because the classic liberal, um, the true liberal, doesn't believe in three quarters of the stuff that's being that's mm-hmm. coming out of the left right, right. now. Right? Yeah, you know, their their views are different. They're not the same as Republicans, not by a long shot. Um, but it's not that far. We're talking about radical left when we're talking about some of the stuff that we've seen. Yep. Oh, see, I I have now dubbed that the the classic liberal okay. as Democrat, <laughs> and then liberals as the nut. Nut jobs who <laughs> believe all this craziness, right? Like that's you, the, I call those okay. the liberals, right? We'll pray for you. That's right. And all and of all of the rest of them look conservative right. in comparison to the crazies that are are that far extreme left. And you can write to Derek at Derek at <laughs> risefl dot org or no no Derek com. S Derek S Derek S no <laughs> put the S on Derek Derek S classic spelling Derek's. don't need to spell it out for you. Um, <laughs> if you are on the left and you don't feel that you're but crazy, but if you feel like <laughs> emailing the other Derek, just leave the S on. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The whole thing is weird to me. And it's like, I feel like the more knowledge we have, the more childish we become. <laughs> like, that's exactly what's happening right now. And you've got you've got two, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's that whole, like, good old days thing. Because, and that's one of those mental and emotional things that takes us back to a place in time where the world may not have actually been better than it is now. But... Um, it, it, like there, there, ha- there was a time when political parties worked together, like they were working for a common good, and now they're now it seems like. And then to me, George Washington ended his 
term. And right. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. And I know there was a lot of infighting then. Like, you you see... Sure, but there was at least a common ground, right? right. Like, that was the whole reason why it worked originally in the first place. Right. Is there was a common ground that said, okay, we have these inherent rights, right? The whole we the people thing, yeah. right? That makes sense. There's this there's this common ground of we don't want to be told that we have to do this 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 and this, right. right? Like we don't we don't want that. And it worked because there was an equal influence from each side. But even if there wasn't, they all started with that common ground. That's the point. Right. Is they all worked from this like people deserve respect and freedom and and those sorts of values that was a, and, in and a perfect world yes that's what it was but it didn't that. it didn't well, because but, but women came from that. at least the foundation was laid <laughs> if you were and, a white man landowner yeah well no no, <laughs> okay. no but but if you look at it it started it started there the the slaves couldn't have been freed if that's not where the ground had been laid right, right? like some people wanted it that way. Other people didn't want it that way. But they all wanted this idea that people, all humans, are inherent, have these inherent rights. Yep. They, they, they did come from that. Without the Constitution, there would not have been... I understand that it wouldn't Slavery wouldn't have be... ended. Without the Constitution, women wouldn't have been given the right mm-hmm. and privilege to vote. Without the Constitution, we wouldn't be able to look at people with with varying ethnic backgrounds and and come to a conclusion that they're not a lesser person because of where they grew up, what color their skin that, is, and the language they I understand that, but I think saying that based off of because that's what it was based off is everybody has inherent rights. No, because they did not give everybody inherent rights. They didn't give them to them right then, but that's the thing. They all came to it with that as the base, right? And that's why it ended up being to where they could be free. <laughs> They could have those rights. No, because, because they, they disagreed on that. that and they thought about it. We had a, we had a whole civil war based that. on this. <laughs> they all signed that groundwork. I mean, yeah. that's the whole point of it. it, it they signed yeah. it and yeah. said, I'm putting my name on this to say that I at least agree with the baseline of it. For once, I'm going to agree with you. And you can write that down. But we have audio proof right now. I'm going to agree with you because... Unless Mark cuts it out. Because they're... <laughs> I think about it as as a system, right? Like everything really kind of operates as a system. And if you just stop the system midstream, it, everything would fall apart. Even though they're what they were building a new system, like slavery was something at that time that the world understood, and we did it wrong. Like American did it wrong. Like just flat out did it wrong. And oppressing women was wrong. Like all of that was wrong but if you immediately said no slavery women can vote and and just kind of did away with all that the world knew and understood at that point and the whole world We're everything would have the collapsed. whole world right. was was in this the same boat like right. america everything. was not the first ones to have slaves in the manner in which we had slaves okay like we weren't, we weren't the first ones like, to do that. But that's I'm saying to the back to the point. To the in the beginning, it was not that way. People did not have those rights. They might have said right. we think people should have those rights, right? But, but they, didn't, they, didn't they didn't give. They, they didn't. didn't give they yes. didn't support that. They, they didn't, didn't fully support that until after they didn't time. All give it to them, right? But that's what that's what Nick's saying is yeah. if they had just immediately given. Okay, but all you're saying rights, that you're 
you're saying that that's how it started and that's not how it started. It is. That is how the, that, No, the you're saying started. that that's that's when America was founded that it was based on everybody having the same rights and that's not what no, happened. No, no. No, no. Yes. That's, that's not what, what you I'm said. saying. No. That's what you said that they at the beginning they voted on this so that everyone could have equal rights and that's why we are I said Roll the tape back, Mark. That <laughs> that so at the replay. beginning they came at it that humans have the inherent rights of freedom and liberty, freedom of speech, all of that, right? The Constitution, the Bill of Rights. And then they wrote laws to take those away. (laughs) Some of them, yeah. Obviously, the mass majority of them did because they took those rights away from the mass majority of people, and that's why the Civil War happened. Like, you're completely discounting that... That that like that wasn't an issue. You're saying like I you're am discounting it as that like a, they all as came at importance. it from this baseline that they all believe that humans had these inherent rights. It's written down, right? Like that was the first piece of document that our country had. But did they just sign it or did or they actually believe it? Course. I don't think they actually believed it because then they would have maybe not all of rights. them. But that's the point, right? That's what that's that was my point was that they didn't all agree on everything. But they came at the things that they approached with their personal views and this as a baseline. That's why we got to a point where slavery was abolished. That's why we got to a point where women could have the rights that they do. That's why we got to a point where Martin Luther could give his speech before he was killed. Like, that's, that is why we have the things that we have. It's because, yes, they all had their own personal viewpoints, and some of them were very wrong, Okay. But they had this baseline that they all signed off on that said, this is how we want our country to be run. This is our beliefs as a country. Not necessarily our personal beliefs, but this is what we want everything to be based on here going forward. And 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 had they just abolished all of that stuff to begin with, it would have fell apart. Immediately. The the country would have fallen apart immediately because a lot of them did hold wrong views towards a lot of black people or slaves in general because slaves are not black people were not the only right. slaves that, that there were right. and women there was terrible views about women and the fact that they should be silent and uneducated and just run the home like those that's treating them like property rather than as humans but since the groundwork was laid all these other things could happen and the country would have immediately fallen apart had they just immediately started with no slavery. Women can can vote. I mean, that's... that's. It's not like those things didn't exist before the Constitution was created. Right, but the Constitution right. allowed leeway exactly. for it to eventually happen. Change can't, doesn't can't, happen overnight. It can't happen right? with one piece of paper. It's not... Everyone's not going to start supporting this thing because a couple dudes with uh, powdered wigs... Um, sign the Constitution, right? Exactly. And, wouldn't no, and fought yeah. for for a good amount of time over what was going to be put in it. Right. Oh. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't happen in one day. It happened over hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So, and, I, and I, I'm not saying that that's not the basis, but you you saying that it started with everybody believing that is bull crap. I didn't say. Well, you okay. did. No. <laughs> It's going to be a long night for Derek. <laughs> no, it really isn't. Um, no, that's that's not what I said. You're you're twisting my words. I I said this is the baseline. It, it's written in there that I feel like we should put it on Twitter and see who comes out on top. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pull it up. 
pull read it, up, it. Pull it up on Twitter. Pull what no, up? Read, read, read our Constitution and our Bill of Rights and all that stuff. I have read them. Oh no, I mean pull it up. I mean because that—that's what they stated was that we believe these things. Right. The interpretation to be self-evident. The, interp- yes. the interpretation of we- it though wasn't applied. And I get it. I, get, I didn't say I get, that. It I get was. where you're. Where you're. Well, I get what you're hearing, and I get what you're saying. Is is that yes? We those things were offered from that from that baseline in the very beginning as the as the foundational document of this nation of our country, and yet did they really believe what they were were putting into action? They believed it in as far as they can interpret it. Okay, they here we go. Didn't necessarily believe. Good example that women and black people were human. Right. I mean, in because, all fairness, I mean because if you culturally, go there, that's fine. Let's, culturally, let's go there. culture like, drives everything, right? Sure. So right. culturally, that was what was they were accepted. Lesser. That was what was that was what in was believed, right? And so it took forty years in the wilderness in order for that generation to pass away for for progress to be made. So, hey, look, all these biblical principles that exist in, in the, the, the heat of all of this stuff that is the history of this nation as well. It's pretty crazy. There was something else. How can you redeem this conversation by going to Ruth? <laughs> <laughs> well, culturally, right? Culturally, Ruth was a Moabitess. Culturally, they were the enemy of the Israelites. And... I mean, I don't know how you want to look at it. I don't know who who's right and who's okay. We're we're going to say the Israelites were right-ish because they <laughs> at least had God moving them, although they weren't doing that very well. But God trying to move them. <laughs> they were yeah, God trying to move them, right? Like you trying to move a screaming six-year-old, right? Like it just doesn't seem to ever want to work that way. Um, so you've got this cultural dynamic, and. It's it, what's really interesting is is you've got God giving commandments not to not to mingle with these people, right? And in fact, even bringing plagues upon the Israelites because they did. But on the back end of it, you've got Ruth, who is from Moab, who is written into the line of of David, and then the line of Jesus. So it, it's one of those like. God's not saying do as I say and not as I do. Like, God's not saying those kind of things. What he was saying is that, I don't know, maybe your culture's not mature enough to fully understand the depths of this law that I've laid forth and able to interpret it from the surrounding culture. I'd which, say that's a pretty incredible bridge right off the top of his head. Boom. <laughs> boom. But, uh, yeah, that was the... Y'all, we didn't even, we didn't even retake that, just so well, y'all and, know. And didn't isn't there provisions in the law for people to join God's people mm-hmm. yeah. from outside Cir- of God's people? Circumcision, yep. So like... Taking, take, yeah, taking part in, in ceremonies, festivals, and all of those kind of things. And really, God's law amplified and, and, em- and added emphasis to the orphan, to the widow, and to the alien, right? Mm-hmm. And not like little green men alien, but people from a different ethnic background. Not like Tim Allen. Not like Tim. <laughs> Tim AKA little. Not like man. Tim Alien. Tim Alien. Right. Like that. Tim Alien. Tim right. Alien. So, is that what that was going? That was a Tim Alien thing. <laughs> Mark finally gets. I it. just finally got it. <laughs> he understands now why you laughed. So, with all of that, I mean, God. God writes this law, and then you know, a lot of people use it as, well, God condoned slavery because he told us not to have he didn't tell us not to have slavery 
but he couldn't go right off the bat and say there aren't there shan't be any slaves. There was some there was some King James for you. <clears throat> well, <laughs> even even Paul didn't right. say right. there shouldn't be slavery. Right. They were they were speaking to the cultural context that they were in. But wasn't slavery in the time in that time? Ex- it depends on different. Who it, right. It depends on who who it was Culture, that was. Yeah. It was different. Slave master and slave like that. Yeah. That who was doing it was different. Mm-hmm. So like, it, that's why Israel was told, okay, if you have the, a slave, this is how you're to treat them. Different. And if, even if you have a slave, ma- if you're, a, you know, if you have a master, a slave master. This is how you treat them. If you, I mean, this is how you are supposed to do this. And after a certain amount of years, you know, there's and, the year of Jubilee. Yeah, I was just going to say, things. there wasn't there a year of Jubilee yeah. where, fra- where slaves were freed. Yeah. yeah but then and, at the and, same time, if, it, if you owed enough, like, some people weren't allowed to go free. There was There's provisions in the Old Testament that talks about, um, like, some people weren't allotted that year of Jubilee. But it was heavily talked about that you weren't to to beat your slaves and you were to treat them as as you know with respect and that you were to give them food and provide for their needs and and give them a place to live and all of these things were supposed to be done and in that manner of speaking I almost say does it really matter I mean they still had freedoms it was not like they they couldn't go down to the market and get something. It was, they you know what I mean? They were contractually obligated to work for this guy. Right. And usually, I mean, it was because there wasn't a central banking system back then, right? So mm-hmm. if I if I ran into hard times, I wasn't able to go down to the local, um, you know, Wells Fargo and be like... I had to like, go in a cave and start mining. Hey, I, I, need, I need a loan for... for five thousand dollars because you know my my ox died and i need to buy another one so that didn't exist so what you would do is you would either have to sell off goods or property or you would have to sell yourself and that was a lot of times what would happen and then year of jubilee came back around with the intent of now you are redeemed through that through that year and and you've satisfied the debt that you've paid um, or the debt that you've incurred, and now you're able to go back and and have your land and have your home and have your property and and make a living for yourself. And then there was provisions. Um, I mean, this is how you know s- slavery was a little bit different, was because there was provision for people to stay bound to a master. So if they were treated well, it makes me think of the Joseph narrative where... I mean, outside of Potiphar's wife, like, Joseph was probably treated pretty well. He was the head of the household. He was second in all of the household only to Potiphar. And the only thing that was kept from him was his wife, was Potiphar's wife. And had it not been for that wretch, like, he would have probably lived the good life for the rest of his life. However, God used even the bad things for good things. So... Uh, so in all of that, like, I don't think Joseph would have been like, I'm a very oppressed man, like, free me. Like, it, I don't think it would have worked that way. He lived well, and he was, in fact, in charge of other people whom he treated well. And because of that, <coughs> God blessed it, and Potiphar's household flourished. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those, like, 
sticky wickets that we get caught in. My question is, when did it become different? Like when who? But who it, stopped? It's, it's more of the the who's doing it, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's like, it's more of the who is the slave master, mm-hmm. and how like how do they consider? Who's you? the guy? Who's the guy that started doing that? Like, Everybody else well, other than the Israelites. Well, much. but <laughs> not necessarily. I mean, you're right. The Egyptians. I mean, Potiphar was an Egyptian. Yeah. And so, and he was treated. And but then tried, after that, well. they weren't. I mean, but even even in after American Joseph slavery, died. not every slave was beaten and, right. and everything else. Some right. were treated very well. Right. Um, George Washington didn't like slavery. He kept slavery around because of the way that the economy was set up. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, the the whole I think what the the problem. Look, look, and I and, and I know I'm going to say this, and it's like, oh well, you're 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 for slavery. No, that's not what I'm saying. The problem is, is the Mark, focus. Are you for slavery? No, the focus is for. Um, we focus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just I had to. <laughs> look, when my oh, you know when when the Italians came over, they were treated like dirt too. Yeah, you know, exactly. um, yeah. you know, this as they should have been. Hey. I'm just kidding. I'm just, hey, come on. I, I'm Native American. It's okay. Go ahead. So, um, so I think that there was there's a lot of focus. I think we have just not let go of the bad. You know, I mean, at some point, you got to say, yeah, man, that was a terrible time, but you got to let go of that. Otherwise, you can't progress. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we got to stop being victims. Exactly. That that's that's the point. And. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can see that theme rolled throughout Scripture as well. When God gave the year of Jubilee because they may have been victims of a really bad situation, but you weren't bound to that victimhood. God wrote people like uh, like like Rahab and Ruth into the lineage of Christ because they they weren't meant to be victims in their current context, and, and they recognized that they weren't, and they stepped out of that. Um, you know, Ruth had all the right in the world to be hanging out with Naomi, wallowing in her own self-pity for the rest of her life. But instead, she went out and did something. And she was kind, and she was loving, and she was accepting of hard things that came her way. And she worked hard, and God's grace fell upon her in a really incredible way. When Jesus resurrected, um, he didn't come back to the guys who killed him and was like, hey, you guys killed me. That's not cool of you. Don't stop killing people like yeah you know he didn't he didn't I mean, do that he kind of did that with paul even though paul wasn't the one who killed him but he just got done killing steven steven <laughs> mm-hmm. who was like jesus's bff yeah so then he did show up and be like dude why do you persecute me and paul's like who are who are you i am jesus oh Oh, no. Paul was like, oh, this is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. So, so there is there is a little bit of of that in this in the, the narrative too. It's just what we do when we figure out what the true what what really is true. And I know we talked we talk about it a lot, like the whole victimhood mentality that seems to exist. And uh, man, you, you yeah. I almost wonder if. If our culture let go of the victimhood and mm-hmm. the and the wanting to get what's deserved and what's rightfully theirs and and just start living life mm-hmm. just like everybody else, right. 
if things would just change naturally right. and progress, mm-hmm. like you were talking about it mm-hmm. progressing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I wonder if it would just, if we weren't trying to write laws to, to give black people what they were just, you know, what they deserve from yeah. years of oppression, like, and, and started just writing laws to make humans, you know, more free. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if things would just get better for all of us, because, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, I know the average person doesn't look at someone of a different race and think, oh, they should not have the same rights as me. Yep. That's not that's not the average person in America. Yep. Even though the narrative says that it is, it's it's totally not. There are still some people, for sure, that hate people, right? Like, just both sides, all sides of the coin. People, There are people that hate people for stupid reasons. But the average person doesn't, doesn't think like that anymore. I really don't. I don't believe it. I, yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right. And what I, what we can probably agree on, at least sitting at this table, is that it serves as a legitimate testimony to the fact that there is an enemy in the world, mm-hmm. and and that there are there are forces of evil that exist, and not not necessarily like Star Wars forces. It's not like Darth right? Vader. It's not Darth Vader. <laughs> Right, but there are these. There's this underlying force of, of wickedness, and there is a of dude deceit. named Cletus sitting in his barn, um, <laughs> posting mean things about on people Twitter. on Twitter yeah. of other races. Yeah, you know. Yeah, hang it's on. It's not I Darth Vader. It's Cletus. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta make a phone call. Cletus, man, they're on to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like the analogy that this makes me think of is like you know as Christians, we're told to like lay everything down at the cross and stuff like that because our past and what, you know, we're struggling with weighs us down. And I mean, that's the same of the world. They're taking all these things and pushing it along and keeping it and carrying it along with their, and we know where they can put it. We know where they can lay it down and let it go. But the world lacks that focus. Yeah, the world mm-hmm. lacks that focus, but they don't realize that if they let it go, your life will be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's not just putting it at the foot across of Jesus, just letting go and moving past things mm-hmm. will make you a happier person yeah. in general. Like the fact that people just don't, I mean, get over anything like, but as the church, we don't, we oh, don't yeah. show that. Oh no, not, not, We're as, not the best as example whole, either. Right? Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't show that. Mm-hmm. And, and part of it is because we don't, we don't want to talk about the dirt mm-hmm. in our own lives that we have laid down. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what if we all started talking about the dirt that Jesus took away from us, mm-hmm. right? Like, and say, hey, look, he freed me from this. Mm-hmm. The world would then see, oh, this is different than what they've said all along. Right. You know, this is different than what they've shown us mm-hmm. all along. It's because it's all been kept quiet. Look at the church. I know when, when we were all growing up, I could say this for all of us, right? Like, when all of us were growing up, those of us who went to church growing up, which I don't know. Anyways, um, it, s- sexual sin, not talked about, except for uh, mental, don't have sex, right? Like Or mental health. It. Mental health. You don't like, talk about your mental you health. Don't, you don't talk about mental health. You don't talk about sex. You don't talk about, I mean, you could say, say no to drugs. Like, that's, that's, that's the extent of it. And then there was preaching against having sex, right? Like, but none of the positive talks. You know, we didn't we didn't we didn't discuss how porn corrupts 
your mind and changes it to where it you you think of things differently um we didn't talk about how um having sex between husband and wife is an awesome thing right and if you just keep it between just you and your wife and you wait until marriage like how much more meaningful it is Mm -hmm. you know like we 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 didn't hear any of that like if we did we heard it from our our parents maybe you know like but it's been kept quiet and look at where our country is now with all of that stuff they're weighed down by the baggage of all this sin that they don't even know what to do with and to the point where they think oh well it must be right right and it might must be okay because even the Christians aren't, you know, talking yeah, about it, you know, talking. or well, are following I mean, nobody's, it. Nobody's, yeah, following <laughs> it is the big key because That's it's true. not, it's not that quote unquote Christians aren't talking about it because when we do talk about it, we're automatically labeled bigots and homophobes, right, right. or whatever sexual deviants in our own <laughs> our own type of way. But when you look at, oh, I mean, okay, so you broached a bunch of different topics right there, but. I think sexuality is a hot button in our culture today. I don't think, okay, sexuality is a hot button in our, <laughs> our culture today. When you think about about the rise of sexually deviant types of behavior, you think about porn and the, the industry that's behind it, the multi-billion dollar industry, like big time multi-billion dollar industry that's behind all mm-hmm. of that. You've got to think like, all right, how do I justify these things? I justify these things like whoever created porn, Hugh Hefner, he didn't create porn, but whoever did was like, you know, this is a really, this is something that I am not willing to confront as a sin in my life. And so I'm going to argue and lobby to make sure other people don't think that it's sinful and that they too can indulge in it. It, it was it was a means of, of idolatry. It, that's what mm-hmm. we, there's your Bible, Bible-y thing concept. Mm-hmm. It was a means of, of, um, of self-centeredness, really. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not willing to confront this sin in my life, and so I'm going to fight to make sure that everyone else accepts this sin in my life, and hence where we are today, right? I think We think about, like, the big bill that DeSantis just pushed through, the Parental Rights and Education Act, right, which, is our, which has been drugged through the mud and, and labeled something it's not. It's the don't say gay bill, right? That is how our world and culture... I have to look up the name of it because I don't know it other than that than the don't say gay bill. And that's not even what it is, right? But we think about the, the, the place it is right now. I assure you, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking out of context or out of turn, like I'm a pastor, and if somebody is in a, in a homosexual relationship that I don't know, like, I'm not going to roll up to them and be like, homosexuality is sin, right? Like, whatever you do is what you do. I mean, that's probably a bad pastor right now. <laughs> but, and I'm going to teach on the, the redemptive act of God and why sex in the context of marriage is the right and best way in order for it to happen. But the other things that you do, like... The only reason they're an issue, the only reason that this bill had to be passed right now is because you've got people who are working to try to justify the own sin in their, their sin in their own lives and indoctrinate. So let me give you another observation that I have right now. Younger siblings of parents or, um, or of older siblings who 
are exploring the realm of the LGBTQ community, I bet you, without any statistical evidence, that younger siblings have an astronomical percentage of trending in that same direction. And I, I, I see it from some people, from people that I know. Fam, I've got some family who are in that place. I've got some friends who are in that place. And that, I've seen it. Young girls, they're in this place. And older sister comes out as whatever, trans, lesbian, whatever she wants to be, right? Because everything is permissible. The points don't matter here. And they come out that way. And then all of a sudden, it's not too much longer of older sibling kind of cast in the shadow, kind of bringing that, that culture into the home. And then younger sibling, not even knowing fully well what that means, is, well, I think I'm a they. I think I'm a non-binary. I think I'm a whatever <coughs> I want to be. You, right? see it, you, see it, you see it demonstrated in everything that sure. is in the Old Testament, right? Like, you do. Absolutely. Like that's, that's the whole reason why God said, don't intermarry, right? right. Like, don't, right. don't intermarry. Because what you're going to do is you're going to bring in somebody who has those different beliefs. Right. And they're going to have that shadow on, on your kids. Right. And then your kids are going to shadow the echoed beliefs right. onto to their kids right. and to those around you. And to – so – yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah, it's, that's exact. And the, the, that's culture. That's the, how culture works. Exactly. It's culture is, is what it is. And you have the vast majority of Americans agreeing with this Parental Rights and Education Act that between kindergarten and third grade, you should not be talking sexuality with children. Why? Because that's not even on their radar, right? Like... They don't care about that. They don't care about, nor should they, they care, care about, about that. Sticking like, a crayon in their friend Ron's ear. Exactly. <laughs> and drinking a bottle of glue. Yeah. Right. And and how does this glue, glue taste? That's all over their know. hands and then peeling it off. Like that is well, what. That's more high schoolers. Okay, that's high schoolers. <laughs> well, and and I, and let's I see how big a thing that. we can build on <laughs> Minecraft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what kids should be concerned with, right? They shouldn't be concerned with, am I a boy or am I a girl or am I a trans or you know i feel like i'm how many sheets of paper can i eat before i die right you know stuff like that there (laughs) are some great stats behind some of that some of this too that a lot of a lot of the transgendery feeling that some kids have 80 percent of them grow out of it but obvious well it's because it's not so it's not a new thing it's not a new thing right like it there, there was i don't remember what they used to call it there's a there's a clinical term for it, and I can't remember what it gender is. Gender dysphoria. dysphoria. Gender dysphoria. Yeah. Thank you. Right. It it was labeled a mental disorder. Yes. Mm-hmm. For a very long time, and when I was working at the doctor's office, it was still considered a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. In fact, so was so was getting a sex change and all of that stuff was labeled under a mental disorder mm-hmm. that we still, you know, allowed to <laughs> help move along, but. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not new. Mm-hmm. That that stuff is right. not, not new. It's right. new that we now are, as a society, not we as the church or we as the ones in the room, um, but we as a society, it's the new thing is, oh, well, yeah, that's that's right and good, and that's mm-hmm. that's evolution, right? right? That's right. that's the next step in in progress. The, the crazy thing is, is just like every other thing under the sun, if we stop talking about it, it would go away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We stop talking about the, the harsh divisions between black and white, 
racism would go away. Why? Because every day you interact with people who are black and white and Chinese and Hispanic and Mexican and Canadian, and like green and green and Timalian. Like <laughs> every day we have these interactions and we see people of of power and prominence, whether it be women or or any other different ethnic background in in places of influence. And it's that's the cultural thing we have right now. But we're still constantly, constantly, constantly hammering on this whole racist idea and that if you're white, you're automatically racist. Like, that... Or if you're wealthy, you're automatically gonna you try to... You automatically to know the best people. thing, right? Right. Or, or vice versa, <clears throat> that you're a horrible person right. because you've got a lot of money. Right. And that you avoid taxes and you and you try to make poor people more poor. Like, yeah. uh, and and where, does it all, where does it all come from, right? Media. It, it, I mean, it does, right? It has to because that's how that's how information is permeated. Right. Is is it's through media, and that media has to be influenced by something else. They, it's it's sensationalism. We want to sell more, and now we don't sell more paper, but we want to have more more people sign up for this thing that we sell. Like we want more of all of these things, and. Lord knows that if we didn't have racism and we didn't have LGBTQ, like what what the heck else would we be talking about? And I'll even drill down even further than that. If you if you're talking about we'd be why talking media. about how horrible President Joe Biden is. Well, so. <laughs> well, aside from okay, that, uh, I mean, but it, it, if you drill down into that even further, it's all about the dollar. Sure, it's it all is. about money well, because media has nothing to sell but airwaves. Right, that's all they got. Right, so in order to keep the airwaves full of commercials, which draws in revenue, mm -hmm. you got to keep people stirred up and watching. Yep. So, yep. Shut off your televisions. <laughs> no, I don't think it's even television. No, man. I think it's all of it. I, I think it's shut down your phone. Yeah, that is the worst thing because you have it in your pocket, and and I get it. I, so. Yesterday we were hanging out at the beach, and the beach has always been like my place, my place where I just I feel God's presence. And the last couple times we've gone, it's been like, all right, God, I'm waiting for you to come and like remove this thing and like bring that peace that I I come and meet you here for. And the last couple times we went, like, granted there have been some other surrounding things like parking in Southwest Florida and spring break time and, and things like that. But yesterday we went, we didn't have any of those issues. We went, beautiful beach, wasn't all that crowded. And I was like, what all beach right. did you go to? Sorry, we went to Wiggins Pass, okay. beautiful beach. Mm -hmm. And that will be my go-to from now on. Six bucks it? to get in. It's right up north of Naples. Okay. Um, six bucks to get in because it's a state park. Please, whoever's listening to this, don't go there. You don't want to <laughs> go there. But you, you'll hate it. You'll hate it. Yeah, you'll yeah. hate it. It sucks. So beautiful place. Be the, the sand is powdery and clean, and the, the water was warm and clear. Like, it's all the things you think of when you think about a, a beautiful, pristine place. And so, okay, so we went there, and I was like, as we were getting ready to go, we were there for, I don't know, three, four, or five hours. And I was like, man, I just... I'm not walking away with the peace that I normally do after that amount of time of, you know, walking up and down the beach, just sitting and watching the waves crash, hanging out with my kids and, and having just good, like good relaxing time. And I was like, why? And so I really started to go through like, what has changed in my life? And I, I have been spending a lot more time on social media than I normally do. 
I've been in the, in the news a lot more than I I had been in in years prior, and it's it's this this constant cycle of like of anxiety that we're called to live in because why? Because then I I want to go back and I want to get more and I want to get my next hit and I want to get my next high, and we get that with social media, right? There's there's already studies that show that you get that high when you go on social media. I didn't miss it for the five hours that I was there, but there was something in it that was like, wow, I, I, I think it's, it's done something to me mentally and emotionally that it doesn't allow me to disconnect. And we all need to get to that place where we disconnect. So I really feel like maybe we should fast from our phones. Maybe. And I have a day of rest. It's funny. So I, Facebook was always my thing. So I would spend way too much time on there, and my phone has a t- an app timer. So after an hour, done. I can opt for more time, which I normally do, right? <laughs> so you can, it's like you can have like a set amount of time, yep. yeah. and then With it any shuts app. it off. So yeah. you can do that on all phones. Uh, well, you've got a Samsung. Yeah, so Samsung. Yeah. You Samsung can. does it. Yep. You'll have to show me afterwards because. Yeah, I'd it, love to be it able to won't, do that. It won't turn okay. it off, I don't think. Yes. But, oh, I cannot get oh, on Facebook. Okay. Now, I can go back in and I can adjust the timer settings if yeah. I want to, but it shuts down and it says you've reached your maximum amount of time today. Like, the icon goes gray, and it like I'm not allowed to, to, to do it anymore. So I found that in that time, normally it would be – and you can only add more time one time. So I would go an hour. Yes, I would I have my timer set for an hour, which I'm still I'm thinking now is still too long. And then I'll, I'll I won't usually go for more than another 30 minutes. Like it gives you a prompting for 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour or unlimited time. So I'll usually pop for another 30 minutes. But then after that's up, if I reach that that, which normally I do, then I'm like, all right, Instagram. I didn't put no timer on Instagram. And then it's like, all right, inst- and I've had this thing with Instagram Reels, and I just, <laughs> God bless you, people. Like y- TikTok, you and the TikToks you send. <laughs> like, it's like, and I've ca- I came to that conclusion yesterday. Like, it's not doing any good. I'm not walking away from it redeemed in any any way, shape, or form. In fact, there's usually just junk that's being being thrown my way, and it's and it's dumb things too. Like I. I haven't played baseball in 20 years and it's watching baseball hitting drills and fielding drills. And uh, like, that's not junk necessarily, but it's like, this isn't doing anything for me. Um, every once in a while, there'll be like a, a preacher or something that has a little reel on there. And I'll be like, Oh, that was cool for three seconds. And then I'm like, this is boring. Then yeah, I'm out, I went I'm through, gone. I went so, through my TikTok, and got started getting rid of all the people that I follow. Even, mm-hmm. even some of the people that like are crafting stuff like D and D stuff mm-hmm. that, that I really enjoyed their videos I started cutting all that stuff out and started keeping the people that like that like Joel Sika, right? Or whatever his name is. Uh, Joel the pastor. Oh, no, the pastor the <laughs> the guy from India, right? Like have I Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know his name, but yeah, I know it's, the guy. It's pastor Joel, all yeah. right? Like I've I've started keeping those 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 kinds of things so where my my for you page is is generally gonna be popping up christian feeds yeah. and and those sorts of things like i I, yeah. I went through but i would like to have a timer put on it so the other thing i watch a lot then is traffic accidents i, I don't know <laughs> oh my God. You can't I, look away. I, I can't help it 
like I know so people, many people who watch traffic accidents. And I'm, I'm so like when I was a kid, I even had that infatuation. We would go to the video store. We'd go to the video store and rent the VHS of World's Craziest Wrecks or whatever, and I would. And for an hour and a half, I'd sit yeah. there and watch World's Craziest Rex. And then there was World's Craziest Rex Part 2, and then Part 3, and then Part 4. What mm. is this doing for me? It's not doing anything, I know. So then I'm like, all right, I'm... I think maybe I just need to delete Instagram. Maybe that's it. I don't use it other than using it to destroy my mind. That's the only thing I use it for. All right. Well, on this episode of Nick's Therapy, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> well, what I What I did for a while is... I logged out of it, and so I had to knowingly log myself back in oh, every that'd be time. Because I'd never remember my password. Um, but <laughs> it was—it meant that I was making—I wasn't doing it out of habit. I was making a conscious decision uh, to log into it. Yeah. Because most well, of them are eventually apps. Eventually, you're making a habit of decision to log in. Yes, yeah. but it's—it makes you think about it before, and if especially if you make sure that it doesn't have your password memorized. Mm. And it's not it's not instant gratification at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's a habit to log back in. Because I can't in, tell you how many instant. times I when I fasted and I Until moved my app I moved my apps to like the no no page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no no page. <laughs> That's what I call it. Like the page that like no I don't ever have. Can like... you lock the no no page so that I can put all of her apps on the no no page <laughs> um, and lock it? <laughs> and like I can't tell you how many times I went to, like I touched where it was supposed to be and tried to open it. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. So I f- found logging out of them was a more effective thing for me. The only thing I find myself doing on, on my phone now is YouTube and watching people get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, too. You know I, mean? I don't know why. There's why this group of guys in a house, that? and they literally, like, the last one I saw, <laughs> the last one I saw they, they were taking le- heads of lettuce and beating each other in the head with these heads <laughs> of lettuce. Sounds like me at Move last year. <laughs> And I mean, the leads, heads of lettuce was literally exploding oh. on these guys' heads and stuff. <laughs> and this, at, least, and it, at least all the videos <laughs> that I watch are like somewhat edifying, right? No, like, I mean, this no, is no. You guys are crazy. I, like I mean, they, I like the lettuce. You know, baseball drills. Yeah, they, and there's nothing wrong with heads that. of lettuce <laughs> beating people with heads of lettuce. Well, it's a lot more than that. But the latest one was beating each I other in the head with heads awesome. of lettuce. I'm not gonna lie. You know. The, head, the lettuce war? Or, the, you know, one guy will be laying out by the pool and the other guy will be, like, on a balcony second floor and will throw, like, handfuls of mud. <laughs> Just 80 hamburger patties. Just start yeah. lobbing wow. So, that's where I'm at. This hamburger patties. <laughs> yeah. Wow, like, I feel like we really took this in a lot of different directions. Can you today. redeem this conversation no, at this point? Done. I think it's, it's, it's done. So... The, this okay. not like Ruth. So, yeah, I mean, there is a kinsman redeemer in all of this, right? Or a guardian redeemer, as some of the translations say. And we, Ruth took the appropriate steps to go and, and meet him. Now, there, were some, there was some, some of God's chance that happened in the beginning of that, which was, and it's, what, it's God's providence, really, is what it is. Yeah. Because it, was, it wasn't, I, I love how the text says it on, it says one day. And um, it really alludes to this whole, like, oh, just by chance, she happened into Boaz's field. But we really know God was. But it was her. It was because she was obedient. Right. To a God that she didn't even know. Right. Like she was willing to be obedient because of of knowing her mother. in law Yep. And then, I mean, take that obedience to the next step. She goes home. She tells she tells Naomi 
that, oh, I was in Boaz's field, and Naomi is automatically like, oh, yeah, he's one of our, he's one of our kinsmen redeemers, our guardian redeemers. After she just got done in chapter one being, we've got no hope, we've got, <laughs> yeah. like, they're, all, it's all, all is lost. Like, and then she's just, it's like nonchalantly, oh, yeah, like, he's one of the guys that can really just get us back on our feet. So why don't you go do this thing with him? After it, all the weeks, it shows you how short-sighted humanity is mm-hmm. with their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's why that's why like getting offended about something like give it time, right? Yeah. If you're still offended about the same thing after a week, then maybe there was some hurt, right? That was actually there. But oh my gosh, I can't believe you said this word that is like terrible and I'm dying because of a word and it's yeah. like and now I'm going to tell everybody and, because I have instant access to 100,000 people right. that follow me on and Facebook. it's become a big thing so because yeah. in the moment your feelings were hurt and you lost all hope right it's it's interesting that that to see that mm-hmm. in in even even this story yeah. with with Naomi yeah. and in her situation the one that should have like, known better oh, yeah <laughs> I, I mean, this guy's been here all along. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, and then not only that, there's another guy that's closer, right? Because Boaz right. is like, I, I've got to go get permission from him before I can do anything. I got to trade sandals real fast. Yeah, we got we to gotta go make this thing official. And if he wants to do the redemption thing, he can. So it's like, Naomi missed all of that. I mean, it, there was there was a she way right in front of her. her. Yeah, there was a way right in front of her. And, okay, exactly. <laughs> God provided that through the law, through the law that she was that she had abandoned and the and she turned her back on when they left for Moab, and and part of it is because she mourned for longer than the time of mourning, right? Like it's all it all started when so. when I mean, her you don't really well, know for sure. her sons died, right? Yeah. And her husband. Yeah, I mean that's that she should have mourned, right? She right. should have been upset. She should have <laughs> felt somewhat hopeless, right? Mm-hmm. But she felt that way for longer than than she probably should have yep. and she lost sight of all that stuff yep. Yep. you know what i mean like even in even in something like mourning and and you being hurt from something real and painful mm-hmm. like you can carry that too long that's mm-hmm. i mean that ties back into the culture we're talking about mm-hmm. you know we're carrying this hurt that happened to to people of of many different ethnicities right we're carrying this hurt but we're carrying it for too long. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not that way anymore. And and we need to let it go so we can see what what there is for our future mm-hmm. now. Right. And see what what actually does exist here. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's good. I mean throughout the whole book of Ruth, Ruth is just obedient. I mean, that's what you find. You find her love, her her compassion and her obedience. She never changes. She's the same person when she's introduced as she is at the very end. It's Naomi that it's on this really crazy whirlwind roller coaster of emotions and allows her emotions to dictate how she lives. Don't call me pleasant anymore. Call me call me bitter. Call me Mara. My name is not Naomi. God has given me this bitter hand and I'm just gonna go die. Oh, by the way, why don't you go, Ruth, go glean in a field because God's got this law that you can go do that. Oh, you oh yeah, that's right. Boaz is one of our guardian redeemers. Why don't you just go why don't you go uncover his feet one night after he's spent some time at the threshing floor and then see what happens. 
show enough. <laughs> she uncovers his feet. He wakes up, and then, unprompted, she says, uh, "What did she say? Spread your spread your cloak. Um, yeah. yeah, spread your the corner of your cloak upon me, which is, which is an an ancient Near Eastern marriage proposal." She said, "Boaz, marry me." <laughs> and Boaz is like, "Well, that's pretty pretty cool." I never thought about that. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. But I can't do it because the law says there's someone else closer. There's someone else that you should be, that should take this, this have this privilege beyond me. And I, I kind of like what he says, too, in there, too, because he's like, he feels honored in all of that. Like, you could be chasing after some younger guy. You could be chasing after, like, whoever you wanted to. But you chose, you chose me in all of this. And Ruth was just being obedient the whole mm. time. Well, and you you kind of get the feeling that he was attracted to her because he noticed her out of all the ones that mm-hmm. were bleeding and stuff. He's like, hey, who's that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I have a good joke for you, Mark. <laughs> what kind of Mark's man was Boaz before he got married? What kind of man was a Boaz before he got married? Ruthless. Oh. Wow. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now that actually was good. I'm going <laughs> to. Ah, ah, Another dad joke. I'm going to take my phone out and write it down. Uh, it's going to be on social media, I think, next week. Okay. <laughs> so we live in this world with crazy ups and downs and all of these forces that are seeking to take us astray. Really, we live in a world that hasn't changed in thousands upon thousands of years. Since just after God said, let there be, and there was, and it was good. And the just, Big Bang. Yeah, whatever you want to call that, right? God said, though, right? right? It's in the beginning when God, God created. God said bang. How do you right. know that sound? Right. We find that that humanity's, humanity hasn't changed, and we, we feel a lot, which is okay. Probably we feel too much sometimes. And, and I'm not saying you should be emotionally constipated like me. That's what my wife says. But what I'm saying is that sometimes, like, like Derek mentioned earlier, you've got to take a step back, take a deep breath, and recognize and try to validate your feelings before you begin to begin, before you can even begin to work through them. Crazy thing is, is if we can take a deep breath, we're going to find, just like Naomi did, that there was a redeemer the whole time. For her, it was right in front of her. And in fact, there were several different ways for her to, to begin to, to find this way out of this really hard situation that she was in. And it didn't just so happen by chance that God brought them to that place at that time, put her in that field, and that Boaz just happened to be there. It was God's providence leading the whole way. He's doing the same thing today. We're just not taking the time to listen. When we do, man, we're going to find redemption. When we do, we're going to find restoration. Most importantly, when we do, we're going to find peace. Because that's the big thing right now, that both sides of whatever political party you want to align yourself with, that both sides are working to, to keep away from us is the thing of peace. We, we stop talking about all the junk that's happening around us. I think a lot of it's just going to go away. We stop delving into social media and making it the prominent part of everything we do. I think a lot of our junk's going to go away. And the really cool thing is we've got a guardian redeemer who's going to meet us in any of it. His name is Jesus.
He's going to take us under his wing. He's going to welcome, welcome us in, and he's going to offer us a hope that we never thought possible. Y'all, if you have any questions, any concerns, any comments, uh, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out. I don't really know how to do that, but somebody here will tell you. At the truth response at gmail.com. That's our email address, the truth response at gmail.com. There you go. We would love to hear from you. Send us an email. Follow us on social media, even though it's the devil, right? Um, follow us on Twitter. Fo- <laughs> <laughs> we, don't have Twitter. <laughs> we only have. We look forward to hearing from you guys. God bless. Hey, thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and give us a like on iTunes and Spotify so that you will never miss a show. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and make sure you tell your friends about this show. You don't want them to miss out on the truth because we are all about the truth here. Thanks for joining us this week and God bless.